Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sandspence Radio, Australia's least coherent podcast network. As you may know, for the majority of 2020, we've been turning an abandoned liquor store into a brand new Sandspence Radio studio. It's been tough and we are nearly there, but we can't complete it without your help. And that's why on the 20th of December, 6am Melbourne time, we've decided to attempt a potentially 24-hour D&D-a-thon over at twitch.tv slash Radio, where every donation not only goes towards building the new studio, but also keeps us playing. I have a family Christmas on the same day, it's gonna be hell. And if you want to help us, but you don't want me to literally die, you can contribute in other ways, by buying a metaphorical brick for the new studio. For this, there are two options. Option one gets you your name in amongst the Sans Pants Radio logo that will be going up on the new studio. And option two gets you that, but with the addition of a limited edition enamel brickhead pin. So head to sanspantsradio.com forward slash shop to find out more. Welcome to season three, episode 10 of Zombie Plagued Cholt. Previously, you know you have a dagger in your face. Is that should I lock eyes with Pip and I watch him squirm as he keeps talking? Ma'am, I would like to apologize. I meant no disrespect. If you would like to keep the dagger lodged in your head, you can. Oh, I'll go first then. Okay then, off you go. Do you look cut about it? No. Ah, it'd be rude to be cut. I'll go first then. What's also, in the if room? you die, a... maybe I can go home. You take a set of stairs oh, down. No. You see. Your father, Sir Grace, standing before you on the steps. Oh my god! Dad? He turns around. Daughter? Uh, I, I stop angry crying, and I start sad crying. It's a Bel- ni- nice transition. Yeah. Belindra, when that happens, lets go of you and takes a step back. So, very fatherless. Uh, myself, Pop, Pop, Pip, and Hank. Hank came named. We're not entirely sure why. He's a lovely man, actually. I think you'd like Hank. Your attack deals... 33 points of damage to the golem. What hell, you dirty bastard? Necromatic energy once again washes over the clay golem, draining moisture and vitality from it. It begins to completely crack over. And look, I could roll, but... Pop, Valindra has just single-handedly destroyed the clay golem. I believe we weakened it up for her. I'd like to make a suggestion. uh, Anyone like to volunteer? For this experiment. You're Orvix, volunteering. I'm looking at you. I think it's only fair that if you make a suggestion, you follow through with it. It seems polite. Orvex starts stammering. You feel like if you pushed him to do it, he would get onto the plinth. He's intimidated by you. So what I want you to do, Orvex, is you're going to stand on this plinth and I'm going to turn this and you're going to teleport into the pit. 
Orvex gingerly steps up onto the plinth. And then I will teleport you out. Okay. Orvex, I'm going to count backwards from three. Are you ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Three, and then I turn the the, the first one that made the popping sound. Okay, cool. With uh, a whooshing sound, you can tell what you can tell it was was air rushing to fill an empty space, and Orvex appears beneath you in the in the in the pit with the chest. Jolly good show, Orvex. Well done. That was very brave of you. Now take the thing. Orvex wanders over to the chest, picks up the two the two eyes, and is just standing in the pit. Are you ready, old chap? Yes. <clears throat> it, we pop the other one. Okay, I do what he says. Turning the statue of the old Azuth, you hear a another popping sound, and Orvex is standing up with you. Well done, Orvex. That was really well done, Orvex. I take the things. You now have the pale green and pink eyes. All right, where would you like to travel? Well, do, do you want to take a rest? <laughs> no, no one took any damage that far. Let's keep going. No, we are... We're so ruined, though. You should sleep. Are we? I'm fine. So I think we should continue on our quest. Yes. Valindra looks you up and down, Pop Pip. You are splattered with a lot of blood, some not yours, most yours. Your arm is sticking out at an odd angle, and you definitely have a broken nose. She looks you up and down. Tiffany, you get it, obviously, because you're outside of Pip Pop. You get a better view of this. She looks him up and down and says, All right, then. So we need to find more of these uh, glowing objects. I suggest we go back through the way we came, through that uh, secret uh, tunnel that we were in before, and uh, potentially explore some of the other uh, rooms past the secret door that we came out of earlier where the uh, golem iron monster thing was opening stuff. Well, I'm happy to start exploring. Lead the way, Pop. What? You keep making this mistake, and I I should just let you know it is very rude to deliberately call someone by the wrong name. Hey, I'm sorry! Well, look, it's just not good enough. Apology accepted. You are in the... You are in charge, (laughs) Pip-Pop? Leading the way? Of course. Pip-Pop, you're in the room first. Yep. You see a golden skull resting on a pedestal in the middle of the small, dusty room. There's a set of stairs that go up to the back. You've seen a lot of backs of secret doors lately. You know what the back of a secret door looks like. Yes, I know this place like the back of a secret door. Um, (laughs) Get a good boy card. Yeah! I inspect the skull. All right. Do you touch it? No. No? Okay. Uh, the old look with your eyes, not with your hands. Yes, just lots of hands up, like hands on my head, like a child. Okay, hands on your head, don't touch, don't touch. Okay. You can see the pedestal underneath the golden skull has fine dust on it. The dust looks different to, I don't know, regular dust for lack of a better word. And maybe you get like really close. Maybe you feel almost daring enough to touch it. You like put a finger on it, roll it over on your finger, and it it has the consistency of sand, but it sparkles more. And looking at it closely, you can see it's multicolored. It's ground up gems, like gems ground up into a dust. I taste it. Tastes like ground up gems. (laughs) Made into dust. Don't do too much of that. That will tear your insides apart. The other gems don't look like a skull, do they? Are you guys yeah. in the, Are they in the room yet? Yeah, everyone yeah, follows yeah, it after you. It's a very small room, though, so a lot of people 
We'll have to queue up in the crawl space. And I suppose we should take this. Now, how would... My, my theory is as I remove the skull, there will be a booby trap of some kind. Why do we need to take the skull? I'm, I'm more concerned about this fine powdered up gem. What if it contains powdered up gems that, that are belonging to the door? Well, then we wouldn't be able to use them anyway, would we? I don't think this is useful. Mm, fair enough. You're absolutely right. All right, onwards. Without touching the skull, <clears throat> move onwards to the back of the door. Yes. You sure you want to do that? You really don't want this? What do you mean? No, I don't want this. I, I thought I made this abundantly clear. You don't think it could maybe go in a museum? Why would I care if it goes in a museum? <clears throat> Again, you're doing this thing where you're mistaking me for my museum-loving brother, Pop. He loves museums. What? Do you ever speak to him in Infernal? Do I ever speak to I can't speak Infernal, so there's no way I've ever spoken to my brother in Infernal. What do you think I'm speaking in? Common. I look around at everyone else. Does some of them look like they have no idea what I'm talking about? Everyone, well, everyone's been giving you the same look that they've been giving you since the beginning of this fucking dungeon. Although, for some of them, it's a look they've been giving you since the beginning of this adventure. Perplexed, like... Uh, disinterest, almost. Put your hands up if you can understand me. Valindra puts her hand up. Flask of Wine puts his hand up. And Artis Simbra puts his hand up. Not everyone. I put my hand up as well. Yes, the only person who can't hear you is Orvex, who I think might also be deaf. I, I can hear her. She's speaking some other language. What is it? She's speaking common, Orvex. Are you no. sure that teleportation didn't break your brain? No, she's not. Are you- what language am I speaking? This is to everyone. Valindra, Flask of Wine, and Artis Simbra say Infernal. <laughs> Flask of Wine looks perplexedly at you, uh, Pip-Pop, <laughs> and says, But you can speak Infernal too. No, I can't. Yes, you can. I've never spoken Infernal in my life. I've heard you speak Infernal all the time. But that would make more sense that you did not know you were speaking Infernal because you kept acting like I couldn't understand. But then, but that doesn't make sense. <laughs> what does that mean? You purposely plotted against me once in Infernal. I just listened to that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Maybe I, I don't understand Infernal. Yeah. Flask of Wine turns away from the group and says, I have much to ponder <laughs> I like that this has broken Flask more than it's broken anyone else. More than it's broken you. Yeah, pretty much. Um, no, I'm, no I'm, that's impossible. Uh, I'm very sure I don't speak Infernal. I, I don't speak Infernal. So you can't be speaking Infernal because I can understand you. And if I can understand you, you that must That means be... you're Pop! What do you mean that means I'm Pop? Can he speak Infernal? I wouldn't know. I haven't spoken with him in years. What do you know, Pip? I don't know anything. I think I'm more injured than I may have realized. I might use this time to... Maybe my injuries are more grievous than I had originally thought, and it has brought on some kind of uh, state of... I don't fully know. Uh... I'm going to lie down. Well, we may as well all take a rest then, eh? Yes, we, we may as well all take Let's all a have rest. a sleep in this here secret place. All right, so are you going to have a short rest or a long rest? 
Long, long, long. All right. So you spend a night in, well, you actually don't know how much, you know, like, like you're kind of aware eight hours have passed, but you have no idea if the sun is out or if it's nighttime right now. Being in a dungeon for this long fucks with your perspective of time. In any case, you spend roughly eight hours asleep and you are ready for the next day, quotation marks. Right. Okay. I wake <clears throat> up and sort of stare at the skull. Nang nang. Do you know what that is? Mm, no. Do you know what the dust is? Mm, diamond. We don't need that, do we? Nang nang has no information for you, unfortunately. She doesn't know what this is. Mm, it's not important then. I don't thank Nang nang. She maybe urges you to take it. Is anyone else awake? No, no one is. Do you look around the room to see oh, who's no, there? Oh no, Valendra. Valendra is a lich. She doesn't sleep. Oh, cool. She's been she's, keeping guard. <laughs> she's uh, pouring over a book. I'll take the skull. As soon as you put your hands on the skull, realize your mistake. The skull begins to float into the air. It doesn't float very high, just only maybe a foot. It stays very close to you. And then looking down on you, you hear deep, like echoing within the skull. You're stupid, aren't you? Who's talking? I am. And you are? I'm the skull, can't you see? I asked. Fine, what do you want? The skull says nothing. You gonna come with me? Of course. And she's seen a curse before. How do I share you? You don't share me, you bear me. <laughs> he laughs at his own joke. <laughs> cool. So uh, I go into my brain. Nang nang? Yes. How dare you? <laughs> it's ours now, though. <laughs> oh, Nang Nang is bonkers. Oh, no, she's got a point. It is ours, though. Oh. Good point, Nang Nang. Talking to yourself's not great, is it? First sign of insanity. I'm talking in my head. No, you're talking to me. What am I? A skull. A golden skull. You're talking to yourself. They happened internally. The skull doesn't know about that. The skull said that. Are you in my head? No. How'd you hear me? How'd I hear what? Mm. You know, you do a lot of talking for someone who... No, actually, I kind of get it. You want to distract people from your appearance. Holy shit. If I looked as bad as you, and I'm a floating skull... (laughs) Stand-up comedy <laughs> from the 90s? Is this a 90s stand-up comedian? Everyone's slowly waking up. Have you looked around the room? Yeah, what's in the room? Not me. You're not in the room? I went invisible during the night. Oh. Ah. Because, no, not because of that, because of Mola. <laughs> Basically, I'm just invisible. Oh, my goodness. Well, <clears throat> look. Oh, okay, okay. Um. Hey, do I still have that jaw thing, the strap thing that I took to strap your head on? Remember that thing I took? The leather straps to strap a head together? Mm-hmm. I wrapped the skull up in that. Oh, yeah, this will work. I definitely need to move my mouth to talk. Matt, you're make- right. This isn't magic. Gosh, you're so clever. <laughs> is this just called the neg skull? This is, this is until I find a uh, This is called the curse of the golden skull. This is till I find a nice sack to put you in. No, this is kind of it. I'm sorry. This is just your life now. Are you going to do anything to me or are you just going to say things my dad's already told me? 
Oh, you're right. I could never put you down harder than your dad could. Oh, when he abandoned you, I meant. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. oh, this is so good. You're shit at reading minds. That's not what happened. Oh, sorry. Just an emotional stab in the dark. From your tears, I assumed I was right. I'm not. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I take the I take the strap off of the skull, and put it away. So, uh, this it is it? I guess so. All right. As the cab starts rousing, the skull just floats. It never goes more than like a foot from you, Tiffany. And everything you do, the skull has commentary for. Never good. Um, can anyone else hear the skull? Yeah, everyone can hear the skull. At one point, maybe the skull brings up your dad a second time. And when that happens, an arrow ricochets off it from Artist Simber. There appears to be no damage. The skull maybe dryly comments, Oh, yeah, real clever, I guess. Yeah, I'm probably not heavily enchanted. You're absolutely right. But then he goes right back to you. The skull, I mean, goes oh, right course, back to you. Of course, of course. Is that arrow on the ground, Adam? Yes. Yeah, it's gone now. <laughs> What's it? Pop. Artist Simber has lit a torch. Yeah, I, I'm invisible. Oh, right. You're invisible. <laughs> as a, right, right. Pip? Right. Pop? Fuck him. Oh, uh, my goodness. Pip? What? Uh, Pip? Pop? Is that you? We're not Artist Simber. We're not Pop. No, 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 no. Okay. Then who might we be talking to? You'd be talking to fucking shut your fucking mouth. Come over here. Come here right now. No. I'm pretty sure if we hit him, he will <clears throat> become visible to us once more. Someone go and clock him. Can we all just try and punch wildly? <laughs> all right. So uh, what are you going to do to avoid this, if at all? Who hits me? All right. Highs or lows, Tiffany? Highs. Are you about to start <clears throat> a fight with the necromancer? What? Highs, did you say? Oh. <laughs> Valintra. She punches me and I attack her. When that happens, when you say that, Tiffany, mm-hmm. quotation marks pop, you see Valindra look right at you. You can tell that your invisibility does not, you didn't realize it until just now, but you are not invisible to her. She definitely can see you. And when she does, she just grabs you. She doesn't hit you, actually. She just grabs you and holds you up. You want to you fucking dance with us, lady? Valindra doesn't say anything. She's just holding you. He is here. Oh, thank you, Valindra. I punch. <laughs> Your fist connects with something solid, but nothing happens. You yeah. do not take any damage. Oh. I uh, am now visible, Adam, because I would like to deal damage. All right, what do you do? I bite your hand as hard as I can. All right, Pop appears attempting to bite your hand, Tiffany. His turtle-like mouth cannot get a grip on your hand, though. It's back um, uh, It's back uh, out like with uh, adder-like speed. Uh, I tackle Tiffany. All right. You're being held up by Valindra. Yeah, you punched me. Oh, yeah, you would need to break out of Valindra's uh, grasp. Yeah, I go for Tiffany. Um, no, you try to, but with a surprising amount of strength. Valindra manages to hold you back, which is good because you got a nat 20 on the attack on Tiffany. Excellent. So I can't attack you. Artisimbra steps forward, maybe steps in between you two and says, enough, cut it off. Ah! Punch myself in the head. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> Just All a right. couple of times and then we're very sorry. 
very sorry. Bad manners. Bad manners. Sorry. Look how normal we are. And I hold her hand out to shake hands. If Tiffany does nothing, are you doing nothing immediately? And who are you? Shake. And who are you? Artis Simba shakes the hand. Pup Mandarin. Artis Simba. Very normal. Yes. Okay. How many siblings do you have, Pup? Mm. How many? Oh, 57. No. No. Flask of wine. No. (laughs) Just just breathing heavily in the corner. No. What are their names? What are their names? uh, mm. Pup. Yes. Pup. No. Uh, We are Pup. And then there's there's fucking, there's there's Hank, good Hank, good Hank. I know about Hank. Good Hank, good Hank. Yes. More Hank. Pup Hank. No. Shake. Yeah, I shake his hand. (laughs) Pup Hank, yes. Good, good. We didn't need anybody today. You tried. What? And you failed. No, that was a bite. If we were going to eat you, you'd be eaten. What were you going to eat me with? Tell me. Uh, with. Sorry, there are no mirrors in here. What do you look like? Lizard. Lizard. Lizard, Lizard folk. Lizard. I would so you- say that is an <coughs> accurate assessment. <laughs> <laughs> Lizard folk, pup. Uh, pup is pup, Hank. Do you have pup big teeth? Not today. <laughs> <laughs> Should you usually have big teeth? Sometimes. No. Do you have big teeth? Sometimes. Is it weird that you don't have big teeth right now? No. We are respectable. (laughs) Artisan shudders when you say that. (laughs) We are good manners. And what do you want to do now in this dungeon? We're good manners in this dungeon. Artisimber bearing the torch aloft says, Perhaps I should lead from now on. Thank you. If you say so, I will kill for you. Moving swiftly along. Just do a big wink. All right, Papa, shake his hand. It's a pleasure to meet you. We do killing. Thank you. Artisimber opens the back of the secret door and you step out into a long corridor. Two hulking figures stand in alcoves along this long hall facing each other. Armor is bolted to their flesh. They are tomb guardians and they wear bucket helms and spiked gauntlets. Iron collars around their necks are connected by a spiked chain that stretches across the corridor. You can also see across the way, you can see into uh, a four-columned portcullio, which is a... Do you know what a portcullis is? No! (laughs) Is it like a... um... You know, on a castle, they have the drawbridge and they have that crisscross thing that comes up and down, made out of metal, it's got spikes on the end. Ah, yes. Do you know that? Nasty mesh. Yeah, it kind of looks like... Nasty mesh. It's like that. A portcullio is like that, but kind of a box okay. sort of thing. A four-columned portcullio juts out from the far wall, beneath which is a stone sarcophagus resting against the wall recess. Four ceramic frog masks hang in niches around the sarcophagus. You can see there's more to the room, but the room's a little far away, so you can't make out a lot of detail in the room. Oh, and there's a set of double doors off to the left. So to the right, you can see 
those two figures chained together, the two tomb guardians, they do not react to your presence. Directly ahead of you, you can see a sarcophagus, which maybe artist Simba says, another tomb. And then to your left, there's a set of double doors. Where would you like to go? Well, we should definitely check out the tomb. Um, Pop. Yes. I think I've got a practice kill for you. Practice kill. Do you reckon you could get this gold skull? Drink and then gold skull. Oh, yeah, this is <clears throat> definitely going to work. Yeah, that's how the curse works. You just pass it along like a STI or something like that, and then you don't suffer from it. That's how STIs work. Only one person gets them at a time. Have you considered maybe you're not very clever? You're not very clever. Good afternoon, Skull. <laughs> <laughs> the skull is a skull, and so when you reach out to shake its hand, as you mimed to do, but did not say yeah, that Yeah, no, did. I did, Adam, I did. <laughs> you, the skull obviously cannot shake your hand. I instead gently headbutt it, but in a, not in an aggressive way, <laughs> Okay, in a meeting way. Nothing happens. Unfortunately, it appears bonded to Tiffany. Yeah, uh, look at the people, look, look at the company you're keeping. You are doomed, my friend. If this tomb doesn't kill you, the necromancer will. Ooh. Oh, I'm sorry, i got to specify which necromancer. <laughs> I try really hard to just not react because <laughs> I, mean, uh, I don't want to. Yeah, and it's uncomfortable uh, how good I am at that. Do you mean, uh, yeah. How uh, all right I am at that. We can. Uh, can you? Mm. I don't think you can. Try. We'll have a go. Absolutely. Have a go. Go. Yeah. Um, Your companions are becoming rapidly less useful to you. Well, you were never useful, so. Oh, yeah, that's my point. <laughs> God, you got me. <laughs> um, I hit the skull with Holy Avenger as hard as I can. You strike it as hard as you <clears> can. <throat> mm. The skull ricochets around a little bit, but comes eventually to a stop without a scratch on it. Hit it again. Nothing happens again. I hit again. it again. Uh, I hit it again. I'm just going to keep hitting until someone tells me to stop. Valindra says, enough. I can tell that this has a powerful enchantment upon it. I do not think that we can destroy this creature. It appears Azarak has a sense of humor. Ah, we know how to kill Skull. Uh-huh. Would you like me to kill Skull? I say this to Tiffany with a look that is bad. Yes. All right. So I take Holy Avenger and I turn it on Tiffany. Kill you, kill Skull. No, no. Oh, I really no. want to kill. Well, you can kill the next thing we see, okay? I want to kill you. No, you don't. Yes, we do. You will die first. I uh, Look, if I had to put money down, I'd put it on the... The crazy person. He's got a look in his eyes. Have you seen him? Holy shit. At least yeah. he has eyes. Yeah. Oh, no, you got me. Uh, <laughs> cry about your dad again. <laughs> oh, no, you got me. Oh, my dad's gone. Why are you crying? You don't have a dad. <laughs> no, I had a dad. I don't care. <laughs> Dads is overrated. So I have heard from other people who sound just like you. Let's move along into this dungeon. As you continue onwards, the skull just does a chant, like a really obnoxious chant of uh, your dad doesn't love you. He just says it. The skull just says it over and over and over again. Guess who joins in on that chant? Oh, no. (laughs) The entire time Valindra is analyzing the skull, you can see that she's trying to work out the, the method of the skull's madness. 
So, do you want to take the double doors? Do you want to approach the two guards standing across nah, from each other? We want to go to the tomb. All right. So, Artis Simba leading the way. You head directly towards the tomb. A four-columned portcullio jutting out from the wall behind, or sorry, beneath which is that sarcophagus in the recess. And then you see four ceramic frog masks hanging from niches around the sarcophagus. Beneath the masks, humanoid bones are strewn across the floor. To the east, a large carving of a tentacled frog monster squats above a shrine. Offerings lie on a shelf before it. Four rectangular alfrescos adorn the adjacent walls. So, would you like to look at any of the alfrescos? Yes. The first alfresco you see is a frog-like behemoth using its tentacles to help the Omen people knock down a mighty statue. In the foreground, an old woman wearing a frog mask, you can see that it's identical to the ones hanging on the walls, Mm -hmm. tosses five coins from her hand as though sowing seeds. Then the next one is a frog-like behemoth wraps its tentacles around a giant crocodile as omen hunters stab the crocodile with their spears. In the foreground, an old man wearing a frog mask holds up a bug to his open mouth. The third one is a frog-like behemoth with four omen hunters riding on its back find a small boy in the jungle. The hunters seem elated. In the foreground, a young woman wearing a frog mask holds a knife in one hand and a headless chicken in the other. And then the final one is a frog-like behemoth wallowing in a shallow pool as almonds offer it urns of food and treasure as tribute. Cracks in the fresco obscure the head of the humanoid figure in the foreground, but you can see that it grasps a lit candle. So you see these frescoes are... Obviously related to the shrine before you. Mm. On the shrine, you see a six-inch tall stone statuette of a frog emoth. There's an inscription in Old Olman on it, which Orvex reads aloud. Give thanks to me as others have done since before the dawn of time. There's a copper bowl containing rat bones. There's four dead cockroaches. A, a green wax candle with a salvageable wick. And five gold pieces. Does anyone have anything to offer the frog? Yes. Frog, frog, frog. Um, I'll just reach into my pockets and just pull out a handful of glass eyes. Uh, Wait, before you do that, though, he gestures to each of the frescoes, and you can see three of them. The fourth one, like I said, is obscured. It's cracked, so you can't see their head. But in the other three... All of the people in the foreground are wearing a frog mask, the same one that you can see hanging on the wall. Artisimbra says, presumably, if we want to make an offering, we might need the frog masks. Surely the frog masks come into it somewhere. Adam, that makes 100% of sense. But I don't like that you suggested it. Frog mask. Frog, 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 your dad hates you. Yeah, go ahead. Grab the frog mask. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, put a frog mask on, Adam. You put a frog mask on. And then I take over my big handful of eyes and I pour them out in front of in the bowl. Nothing happens. Do you have any gold? Does no. anybody have gold? Wait, Artisimba says. Let's, let's look at each fresco individually. These are all obviously clues and maybe they explain, maybe there's a specific thing required for the tribute. So one of them is sowing some kind of seeds. One of them is cutting off a chook. One of them is 
lighting a candle. Let's go to the first one. He moves over to the one where a frog-like behemoth is using its tentacles to knock down a mighty statue. And in the foreground, an old woman is scattering coins like seeds. Artist Simber looks at that one and then maybe at Orvex and says, Orvex, do you know anything about this fresco? And Orvex, studying it closely, says, shakes his head slowly and says, no, I don't, unfortunately. I'm sorry. And uh, Artist Simber says, all right, so perhaps there are multiple things or multiple steps at least. So this lady is is sewing coins. So... Hmm. Well, there are coins in the... We know coins can't grow. Yes, we do, Puff. Well, there are already coins in the offering bowl, so perhaps that's worked previously. Yes, so... I mean, I certainly don't have any seeds on me, nothing else to sow. Artist Simber plucks out of his pocket. He counts the coins on the fresco. Counting five gold coins, he plucks five gold coins out of his pocket and hands them to you, uh, uh, Pup. Pup, Pop. <laughs> Pup takes the coins, but also watches where Artis got the coins from very closely. A coin pouch on his belt. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> go, Pup. Uh, I take the coins up and go to just put them in the bowl. Looking for approval. All right. Artisember nods. I let them go. All right. They fall into the bowl. And now a word from our sponsors. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Jackson here, just popping in to remind you that on the 20th of December, we're doing a 24-hour D&D marathon over at twitch.tv slash Radio, where all donations go towards completing the new studio we've been building. You can also contribute to the new studio by buying a metaphorical brick at sanspantsradio.com forward slash shop, which will bag you a whole manner of really cool goodies. Once again, that's sanspantsradio.com forward slash shop to buy a metaphorical brick for the new studio. Okay, so nothing's happened, but that might not be necessarily a bad thing. Let's look at the next fresco. Well, there are four masks. Surely we need more people to put them on. I'd take one off the wall. All right. Do you want to do the next step then? Maybe. What's the next step? 
So looking at the next one, it's a frog-like behemoth wrapping its tentacles around a giant crocodile as almond hunters stab it with their spears. The foreground has an old man wearing a frog mask holding a bug up to his open mouth. Orvex says, I, I do know this one, I think. It's a, uh, they're all tales about Kubazan. They're tales of how he helped almonds. In this one, in this one, it was a giant crocodile that was threatening the city of Omu. He he helped them destroy the crocodile. We laid a bug. <laughs> we want to swap. We want someone else to do the coins. We want to do the bug. You want to do the bug. Uh, we want to do the bug. All right. So someone do coins. We'll do bug. Well, maybe we try with the same person doing all of the steps. Yeah, sure. Works for me. We don't want to do other steps. We just want to do bug. Okay. Well, you eat the bug. Good. Go find a bug. There's several dead cockroaches at the shrine. Yeah, there's one less than one than was before. Uh, Four (laughs) dead cockroaches. (laughs) You eat one of the cockroaches. Yes. All right. Nothing happens again. Good. Mm, I've had better. I figured. The next one that Artisember holds his torch to shows a frog-like behemoth with four almond hunters riding on, uh, on its back finding a small boy in the jungle. In the foreground, a young woman wearing a frog mask holds a knife in one hand and the headless chicken in the other. Uh, Orvex says, I know this one as well. This is, well, it's kind of just what it says on the tin. Uh, Kubazan helped the almonds find a child lost in the forest. Or in the jungle, I should say. Well, there are rat bones in there. Anyone see any rats around? Did you want to kill a rat? I look at Orvex for a really long time and say, yes. A rat. Yes. Not a man. I'll tell Gregory Bones what you've been thinking. It's not very polite to kill your friends. I headbutt the floor as hard as I can. All right. And immediately utter a prayer of apology to Gregory Bones for thinking violent and mean thoughts. That's right. Go kill a rat. You slam your head into the floor pop, dealing yourself one point of damage. And when you come back up, you everyone can see that there's blood coming out from underneath his mask. Valindra <sighs> puts a hand on your shoulder. Sorry for being broken. Valindra puts a hand on your shoulder, pop pop, and says, lean over the bowl. I lean over the bowl. Your blood drips into the bowl. Hey, look, you're killing rats. I would assume this to be enough. I'm the chicken. I we think are it, the chicken. I think the sacrifice would only require blood spilled, not dead. <laughs> well, uh, rat just got very lucky. All what right. can we make of the last one? A frog-like behemoth wallows in a shallow pool as almonds offer it urns of food and treasurous tribute. Cracks in the fresco obscure the head of this one. But you can see that they grasp a lit candle. Mm. Does anybody have a candle? There's a green wax candle with a salvageable wick on the shrine itself. It's on the shrine. It's not in the offering bowl. No, it's not in the offering bowl. It's on a. It's separate to the bowl. Do you want to grab it? Not allowed. Why? Set room on fire. Perhaps just this once, you may be allowed. Am I allowed? We're allowed. We're allowed. Artisimber okay. hands you the candle. And then he takes out a box of matches. Yes. Oh. He lights the candle in your hands. Good. Uh, I run out of the room with the candle. The candle will extinguish if you run. Does it extinguish when I run? 
You sprint away? Yeah, I want to set stuff on fire. Okay. <laughs> so as soon as you turn around and start running, the room rumbles a little bit. And Valindra says, you have fucked up the ritual. Burn, 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 burn. I'm telling Gregory. Fuck Gregory. Burn, 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 burn. <laughs> pop, pop. You, you wow. Wow, Tom. Do you, I make it out of the room? No, you've got a lot of... This is going to be very role-play heavy on you. All right. Okay. So you are Pop, who thinks he is Pop. Yep. Yep. Who has been transformed into a frog. <laughs> what? Tiffany, <laughs> Tiffany, did you also don a mask? Oh, I got it off the wall to do it, but I don't know if I put it on because he was going to do the entire thing. Well, tell you what. I'll flip you. If I have it on, it would be resting on the top of my head. It wouldn't actually, I wouldn't be wearing it. Sword or or runes? Runes. You are also transformed no. into a frog. Rare. All right. Are we able to talk? No, you both, well, you both have all, you, uh, you might just wake up when this fight is over. Huh. You have one strength. 13 decks, 8 con, 1 intelligence, oh, that's not uh... 8 wisdom, 3 charisma. You I... retain your quotation marks personality and alignment, but your intelligence is 1. So <laughs> both of you, actually, you know what? You don't even know you turned into frogs. Just pop, pop, pop. You sprint away from the, uh, from the, from the ritual <clears throat> and then bang. You are unaware of your life. Bang. Both of you are sitting sprawled in the chamber in this room. There is pandemonium about you. Artist Simber has his bow in one hand and is heaving heavily. He's slumped up against a wall. There are broken arrows scattered all around and he's clutching at one arm. The arm is blackened and a little withered. He looks pretty damaged. Orvex is dead. White as a ghost, lying in the middle of the yes. room. No! <laughs> there is froth coming out of his mouth and his eyes have rolled back into his head. Valindra looks a little puffed, but otherwise no worse for wear. And Flask of Wine is huffing and puffing, but he seems okay as well. To the skull. Did the skull decide not to follow me? It's still chattering and mocking you. When you come back, you're like, ah, good job. Way to protect your friends. Look who's dead. Look who nearly died. God, you're a bad friend. Uh, what? Do I know I was a frog? No, you don't know what happened. Uh, what? And there... I try and ask the skull. What happened? <clears throat> you turned into a frog, you idiot. Oh, no, oh, shut up. No, I didn't. What happened? Yes, you did. Valindra says, you turned into a frog. Both of you turned into frogs. What? And then several wraiths attacked. Oh, my God, Pop. What? You turned us into frogs. We? You turned into you, frog. No, you ruined the ritual. No. Did we? Yes. But we turned into frogs, so the ritual happened. I slap Pop. Pop screams. Artist Simber slowly gets to his feet. You He's guys fucked. Okay? Their hit points are bamboozled. I hate this. I hate this so much. Adam, what did that staff do, man? Oh, no, you know now. I'm so sorry. How does he know? It started It started affecting him because he slept. <laughs> 
What? When you come back to, or when you reappear, Pop Pop, you have, well, you're the only person who hasn't seen it just yet, but Pop Pop has horns, goat horns, sticking out of his head. Valindra looks at you and says, very interesting. Fuck off. That does not appear to be an effect of this chamber. I think the cursed item you have attuned to did this. What curse? We didn't touch any curses. Ah, no. the person you collected that staff from, he was half man, half goat. This explains so much. We be half. We, we, we all lizard. Nope, touch your head. No. Touch your head. No. It would be polite to do as I say. Very, very rude. Now that you're closer to him, you can see that his <clears throat> eyes are that of a goat's. You've got goat eyes. Goat eye. No, you have two eyes, and they're both goat eyes. Oh, this is great. I try and force your hand to touch your goat as horns. As soon as you touch him, you recoil in horror. His skin is scaly and hairy. Oh. Now that you're paying very close attention, you can see tiny little hairs poking throughout his skin. Ooh, this is new. We've never had this before. Get rid of the stuff. I take it out and snap it in half over my knee. All right, I'll allow that. That's an unconventional way to break a curse, but it worked. I mean, like, you're still part goat, but it prevented your lower legs from turning into goat legs. Would I eventually, if I had kept that staff, turned into a goat? You would have turned into, yeah, you would appear... But am I stuck like this? Yes. (laughs) You, You need someone to reverse this curse. So I have... I'm a turtle. Yep. With two goat eyes, mm-hmm. a furry body, mm-hmm. horns, mm-hmm. but I think I'm a lizard yep. and I was just a frog. Yep. Done. No more cursed. <sighs> this is a lot. This is a lot. I would believe our December is like staggering <laughs> towards you. I would believe that uh, the sacrifice was simply performed incorrectly. If we wanted to continue, we could attempt a second time. Maybe with someone more trustworthy in the position. Well, I trust you, Artis. If you think it was done incorrectly, I trust you to have a second go. Artis Simber does the exact same thing. Maybe instead of uh, smashing his head or something like that, he just cuts his hand and drips a little blood into the bowl. Mm -hmm. And then after he lights the candle... When Artisimra completes the last stage of the ritual, the sarcophagus lid slides off. Do you see how easy that could have been? Yes. Hmm. We told you. No fire. Not allowed. You didn't listen to us. And your friend's dead. Hardly a friend. Valindra gives you like a almost impressed look as she pours oil over Orvex's body and lights it. We need to do this, otherwise the corpse could be used against us. I want stuff. What stuff? We want his equipment. She grabs his backpack and throws it at you. Woo! Backpack. Uh, Put it on. I really, I struggle. Yeah. But I don't know why, so I just... Cop it. Is that hard for you? Yes. Why? Not sure. Curse. No, no, you don't have a curse. Horns too big. No, the horns are fun. Same. We have same. Okay, I'm a bit touched by that. Genuinely. Same. That's that. That's nice, pup. My heart is a bit warm. 
because, <clears throat> wow, when you come back, maybe we'll be safe. No, no, because I've also got a long tail because I'm a lizard. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Jeez Louise. Oh, so you pass the Port Cullio and get to the sarcophagus. Uh-huh. Within, you can see there is a pair of bracers, bracers of archery. They are adorned with images of frogimuths, which is what Kubazan is, and they are wet. I'll grab them. All right. The braces glow as watery light ripples across the walls. A monstrous tentacled shadow rises from the sarcophagus, and the air fills with the stench of swamp. You don't a, have Nang Nang no more. A rumbling voice echoes through the tomb. You are brave to summon me. Together we will crush the undying one. Is Kubazan a good? Kubazan, wild and spirited. Uh, first off, Tiffany, you take five points of damage as the two fight for dominion within your mind. And then the froggy myth, because fuck, he's big, just crushes Nang Nang. And you now have this floor. I am fearless and not afraid to take great risks. Oh, no. Your power is... While Kubazen inhabits you, your strength score becomes 23, unless it is already higher. Holy shit. What is your strength score? 14. Fuck! You just became the tankiest tank. Yeah. Wow. And now I can't die. That's what I believe. Yeah. Uh, so you need to lose your attunement of one of your items, the periaptive wound closure, the ghost lantern, or Vaughn amulet. I'll unattune from the Vaughn necklace, but I want to keep wearing it. Is that allowed? That's fine. You now have the braces of archery, which give you, I believe, plus two damage with ranged weapons. Yes. <laughs> What's your plan now? Okay. Well, that went well. Let's try those double doors, eh? All right. I'm going through um, Orvex's backpack. Is he still burning? His corpse is, yeah. Damn, I was going to eat a bit of him. No, you can't eat him. I mean, I could have. No, I mean, like, you wouldn't have been allowed. Wouldn't have People I? wouldn't have let you. What if I went invisible, Adam? <laughs> and we just see flesh being ripped off and vanishing. Oh, who could it be? It's not pop. <laughs> Ten feet from the doors. Oh, you open the doors? Yes. I take I open the door. I take uh the dagger. And the gold I gave him for the tablets, because I don't know that's why he's got the gold. <laughs> Opening the doors, you peer <laughs> into the room. Ten feet from you, a thick tapestry curtain hangs from wall to wall. Its embroidery shows a scene of merriment. Nobles feasting around a banquet table, a roast boar on a platter, and servants pouring wine. I go up and inspect the tapestry. It, it's just a quite nice tapestry. You could move past it. You can tell that it's just hanging in the middle of the room. Yeah, I try and poke it with the back of my dagger. Not nothing, to damage it. Just Nothing to... happens. Artisimbra is standing next to you. wonder what's, what it's hiding. And I go behind it. All right. Another curtain hangs behind the first, showing the same scene, but descended into depravity. The nobles fight with each other, partake in carnal encounters on the table or sprawl on the floor in puddles of vomit. Wonder how it ends. I push past. <clears throat> A scene of horror confronts you. The nobles feast on servants, eating each other alive and setting fire to the hall. 
The roast boar is alive and laughing on its platter. Do you reckon it can get worse? I push past again. Behind, oh, you're brave. Behind the third <clears> curtain <throat> is the rotting head of a giant boar mounted to the wall behind the final curtain. Fresh blood and gore splatters its tusks, dribbling down the wall beneath it. Artist Simber, as you push past, want, like called out to you. But as soon as you see this creature, which as soon as you lay your eyes upon it, you know its name, the Lord of the Feast. Artis's words turn into like echoes behind you. You're paying attention only to the Lord of the Feast. It's like a slow, almost from your perspective, zoom in on it. Then you realize you're not zooming in on it. You're approaching it. It's more opens wide, inviting you to place your head between its teeth. Hey, I know you from the tapestries. (laughs) You put your head in between its teeth and it bites down on you. Do I have to? Yep, you are compelled. All right. What what if... Um, So if someone doesn't save you, this will kill you. What if I'm really lucky and it's a really fortuitous circumstance? Well, you rolled a two on a wisdom saving throw. So instead of that, would you instead like to re-roll? Oh, like a luck roll? Oh, to spend... Oh, yeah, you could also do a luck roll. I would like to use one of my three lucks. We've had a sleep. I've had a sleep, so I would like to be lucky and decide not to kill myself. I would like to use my second luck roll and try not to kill myself. I mean, we could pull you out. All right, you succeed. I am very glad that I am a lucky duck. <clears throat> very lucky. Very lucky. Very lucky. Glad I had a sleep. I think the moral of the story is go to bed. Go to bed. And don't do don't go if things are depraved. You can you don't have to do that. You like launch yourself back behind the third curtain so you can no longer see the Lord of the Feast and Artis Simba is there. He grabs you and says, Don't do that again. Uh, I'll try not to make a habit of it. As the skull on the other side of you says, yeah, good job, bravo, nearly killed yourself. Thank you. You would have been free from this prison. Prison? Are you kidding me? I love your company. Sorry, that was my your father impression. I try and, like, (laughs) give him a noogie. Ah, you're not so bad. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty great. Oh, fuck, I forgot. Sorry, the skull makes you have disadvantage on every check. Sorry. (laughs) Wow. Every time you're trying to do something, the skull's in your ear, like, making you, you. Can I try and kiss the skull? You can. It doesn't reverse the skull's thing or anything Does like that. Does it make the skull upset? But yeah, i got to remember, you uh, have disadvantage to everything. You don't have to remember that. Don't even worry about it. Hey, Adam, no, forget gonna, it. I'm forget it. Hey, Adam. Forget about it. Hey. Hey, hey speaking in final over here. We're speaking in final. <clears throat> um, so I've come into the room, Adam. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pup is just made it to the second tapestry and using the dagger stolen from Orvex is just cutting out a bit of two people fucking. <laughs> it doesn't say that. It says carnal delights. Yeah, yeah. I'm cutting out some carnal delights. Yeah. Like- I'm just cutting like those people out of the second tapestry. Okay. And I'm keeping those pieces of cloth. <laughs> I've just got horny cloth. So what are you doing? Ignoring that, we're getting mm, out of mm, that mm, and we're going straight down to where the, the Tomb Guardians are. They have not reacted to anyone's presence. What do you do as you approach the chain? Try and step over it. If you step over the chain, once again, Artis Simbra says, perhaps we should, but then you're over the chain. And as the two Tomb Guardians look at you, Tiffany, all you hear is the skull say, 
yeah, that was going to happen, wasn't it, I guess. And then combat begins. What will kill Tiffany first? The Tomb Guardians or the Sarcastic Skull? Find out next time on Once Upon a Time in Zombie Plagued Chult. Have you always thought about signing up for Sans Pants Plus, but you haven't found the right opportunity to take the plunge? Well, maybe now's the time. See, for a limited time only, new subscribers can get 25% off the first two months of Sans Pants Plus if they use the coupon code PLUS PLUS25 at checkout. Honestly, there's so much good shit available to Plus members, it's crazy. We're talking extra D&D campaigns, three different review shows, whole bonus series, video content, and all of it ad-free. So now's your chance. Use the coupon code PLUS plus 25 to get 25% off the first two months of Sans Pants Plus today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at lifemd.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Hey there, fellow adventurer. If you're picking up what we're putting down and want more D&D content, we have just what you need to scratch that itch. D&D is for Nerds Plus, the symbol, not the word, where you can listen to select campaigns that were once only available to Sanspans Plus members. The further adventures of the Grey Hill Free Company if you want shorter campaigns with beautiful guests, and D&D is for Nerds, not Ognot, where all our non-canon D&D adventures go to rest. Just search for D&Ds for Nerds on your favorite podcast app of choice and join us on this epic quest of D&D podcast discovery.